Hey, this is Toad from Country AF Radio. During the pandemic, I took that opportunity via Zoom, of course, to sit down with a bunch of artists and get to know them a little bit better, including this guy, Bailey Littrell. He came from acting to music, had a talk with his folks in Vegas. He's got a great tie to the Backstreet Boys. If you don't know, you will soon. We also talked a little bit about women in country. Let's do it. Let's get to know Bailey Littrell a little bit better. This is Toad's COVID Chronicles. Please remain at least six feet away from your speakers at all times. This is Toad's COVID Chronicles. How's it? How's it? How's the pandemic life there? <laughs> you know what? It's not too bad. We kind of live in a little, not super remote town, but just I don't think anybody has it in our area right now. So, I mean, we're good to go to the grocery store at least. <laughs> right. I think there it looks like a ghost town, right? Like zombies or something. It is, you know, um, walking along the strip or just seeing the strip. I have a lot of friends that have been riding their skateboards down Las Vegas Boulevard, have been riding their bikes. And normally you can't do anything like that because they'd kick you out in the traffic and everything like that. But it's, uh, yeah, everything here is shut down. We are on. Amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. This is Alex, by the way. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? My name is Toad. Uh, I actually book some of the talent at Stoney's Rocking Country. Also have a, an online radio station that's also in-app called Country AF Radio. Yeah. Uh, we've been around almost two years now. Um, our goal is to make terrestrial radio like uh, uh, not like us even more than they already don't like us. Yeah, I think you guys have a history of knowing what 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 radio is all about in the radio world because oh wow yeah yeah just a little just a little it's it's actually not not that fun that's for sure we we um we launched Country AF Radio out of a necessity because at Stoney's every Friday we have independent artists come through. Maybe not independent, that's not the word. Uh, maybe new and upcoming artists come through and we would ask the radio stations to uh, help support, maybe pay one, play one of their singles, which we know that would never happen. Then we asked them to maybe interview the artist, get to know the artist, play a little bit of their song and they told us no. So um, we kind of built a radio station. It's what I like to do is uh, program online and we have a, a rad app. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it at all, but um, we play everything, um, everything from traditional country, pop country. We do radio takeovers. Uh, you did one of those. Um, they're super fun, man. I mean, people get to know the artists a little bit better. Actually, yours is tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, tomorrow. It's so cool because that's old school. Like, you got, you actually knew the artist that was playing, that you saw them talking because, like, we don't do that anymore. You hear somebody on the radio, they're gone tomorrow, and yep. you don't know anything about them. So, yeah, we relate completely. Lately. It's super fun. I always have this conversation with new artists and I ask them what their thought process is on the entitled number one because that's what I call it. I don't think it's earned anymore. I think it's and I like I like the idea of longevity of a career. I think that that when you when you give someone something so early and so um um I don't want to say not earned because all you guys, you guys work your butts off. But the, but the idea is I, I want to know these artists are going to be here in 10 years, you know, and that just doesn't, doesn't happen anymore. They come in, they get their shot at glory for a year and then they disappear. And that's not what music's supposed to be about. No. True. Yeah. That's one thing is I honestly love what you're doing because radio is so political. Um, and so it's not, I wouldn't say it's completely rigged, but it's just set up to where, you know, who they want in their top 10 and their top 20, you know, sure. whatever it is, that's what it is. And you give an opportunity for artists to be heard, you know? So thank you for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I appreciate you guys taking notice. I know that um, you're pretty, you're pretty new to uh, what I know about you, but you do have a career with music and I see that you've done some acting and everything like that. How did, well, obviously your parents are kind of a big deal when it comes to entertainment. So did you just want to be like them or is this one of those things that, did they did they ask you if you wanted to do it or just something that you felt inside that you wanted to do? Oh, this is honestly something completely natural. You know, I, I grew up watching my dad do this and I thought that, you know, in the back of my mind, um, this was something I would want to do. And I didn't really know until about three years ago. So right. I came to my parents and I, uh, I just, we had dinner one night and we were out on the town and I just told them, I'm like, hey guys, I know this sounds crazy, but I, I want to do music. Right. And uh, we were in Vegas. <laughs> we were in Mr. Vegas, Charles. yeah. Mr. Chow's dad had a, a residency <laughs> out there. Right on. So we were, uh, we were at Mr. Chow's in Vegas, and I told him, and I was, you know, I built it up for like three or four days just to, uh, 
just to tell them, because <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm going to even say about this. But so. you also just came off Broadway. Yeah, I came so, off Broadway, and yeah. it was like a year and a half, two years later, and I honestly kind of took a break, because, you know, it was an amazing job, but musical theater is not really um, my thing, so as much as I loved it, I just kind of wanted to get away from it all, and, uh, you know, finally, by the time I came back into it, I just I told my parents, I'm like, this is something I really want to do. Right. And, yeah, they asked me details, and uh, I said, well, I really want to do country, but, you know, nobody's going to accept it. You know, at the time, I was like 15, so they, you know, I said, no one's going to accept a, a new kid trying to come in country, and uh, my dad literally just said, why not? Yeah, why not? Right. Doing what you want to do, and, you know, both my parents tell me, if, you know, what is it worth if you're not really doing what you want to do, so. Well, you look at, look at Nathan Ramsey. I mean, that, that, that kid... <laughs> he did what he did i don't know i'm just gonna say that he was he was a young a young boy and he came out and did country but um yeah. i don't know i don't know where he's at at today but <laughs> i heard he's living in antarctica that's the latest that i've heard hey what up dude <laughs> what's up man how are you i'm good that's, how are you i'm awesome man so why country like i mean i saw some of your influences online um I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call you out on some shit because. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're going to have to, because I already forgot my list in order. So. <laughs> oh, where did I see it? But I saw that you had like some, some real old school stuff and then you throw Florida Georgia line in the mix, which is totally the opposite of what the other stuff that you had on there. Like, um, well, what's the first country song that, that you learned to play on guitar? First country song I learned to play on guitar, honestly, was one of my own, I would say. Um, yeah. I've been writing for a while, but the first like really country song that I learned all the way through and was proud of was probably She's Everything by Brad Paisley. That one, yep. and Silver Wings, you know, some simple chords if you put a capo on it. And um, those two, I love playing those. Um, but those are probably the first ones I really learned. I'm trying to think if I did anything else. John Mayer. Um, oh, oh <laughs> there, I found it. It's Tim McGraw. George Strait, Johnny Cash, and then FGL. What? Yes. I'm just going to go ahead and say that George Strait and FGL aren't even in the same wheelhouse. So, I mean, exactly. uh, you're you're across the spectrum with with country, which is kind of cool. Do you do you listen to your dad's music and find influence in that? Um, I would say I definitely do. Um, he's helped me in so many ways, especially in the studio and kind of bringing some visions to life where we kind of look at each other like, you know what, we could make this a tiny bit. Backstreet Boys-esque, right. but still country. Um, so he's really helped me with that. And um, I will tell you that his music has influenced me quite a bit. I'm trying to think of my favorite song out of all of them, still just honestly, Larger Than Life. That one just gets yeah. me completely pumped up. Right. Uh, never, there's an yeah. album, Never Gone. We call this like the undiscovered song. It's uh, Siberia. is a song on that record that we absolutely love. Okay. And, um, that one's like super like pop rock I love that but um yeah the country you know like the country spectrum of my list is kind of all over the place but um I really started country you know wanting to do country music is because I grew up you know born and raised in Georgia right um I was born in Marietta so small town um yep seven seven no that's one where I'm at um so you know home is a, a big thing for us we like to you know promote that and I carry it with me everywhere it's good. Um, but I grew up with, uh, you know, country music, especially with my grandparents and my mom's parents. So um, I would go over there. Honestly, when I was little, I didn't have that many friends. So I would go over to my grandparents' house almost every weekend. Sometimes during summer, I would say like two weeks straight. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they'd be taking me home. I'm like, no, I don't want to go home yet. So my grandpa would have to turn around and take me all the way back. That's fine. Um, but he, you know, him and my grandma played, you know, Randy Travis, George Street. Elvis Presley, you know, Timmy Wynette, Patsy Klein. So, I mean, I grew up on all the oldies. Ray Price was a huge one. I didn't even put him on my list. I love right. him. Marty Robbins. I mean, so I grew up with all the you oldies. Listen. You did. Yeah. Right? It influenced me to, uh, to try to create that today. And then, you know, with modern country music, I thought, you know, during this movement, I might as well try to jump on it. Sure. You can yeah. do, and you can do anything in, in country today. And uh, we get a lot of uh, negative messages online saying that uh because we play everything from like the george Straits and 
uh, Willie Nelson's and the Waylands of the world all the way up to the brand new stuff, um, you know, and I'll even go into Texas country with Cody Johnson, Co Cody Jinx, and um, we yep. play everything. And uh, we get a lot of people that come online and, and, and bash us for the pop country side <laughs> of stuff. And it, there used to be that t-shirt that used to always say, uh, fuck pop country. And I always got the giggles, <laughs> out of it. I got the giggles out of it because I mean, uh, about six months ago, I believe Lizzo said something. She can't wait to the day that there is no more genre-based music, that it, everything's just music. And um, yeah. I believe that in country, there's probably 20 different genres. of, of yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because, yeah. you know, the, the board is so diverse now between all genres of music and the barrier is kind of broken. But yep. in country, we're still, you know, we have so many different types, but they're still divided. Mm -hmm. It's like we're this little section of like an ice cube tray. You know, and you've got yeah. all the different things, and we just can't seem to mesh together yet. But well, you're you know, either too country. You're yeah, too you're either too country or too pop. And you know, I, I've heard all myself of you know either your song's too pop, and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna give you a version with a banjo and a guitar. And they're like, nah, it's still too pop. And you're like, excuse me, <laughs> you know, like what else can I do? Um, but honestly, at the end of the day, creating a more diverse, you know, country genre is gonna help us all because at the sure. end of the day, we want to, you know. Like, yeah. you know, I, used to, I used to put together shows here in Vegas um, uh, in the early 2000s, the House of Blues with local bands, but I would never pick the same genre of music. I would take a pop artist, I would take a rock artist, I would take a punk, and then I would throw a country artist in there because the benefit to it all is the country people would bring their fan base, the rock people bring their fan base, and now all of a sudden I got a thousand kids in there going nuts over music that they'd never heard before. And that's kind of what what I've put myself into today with country AF radio is that idea of being able to bring the different genres of country. Um, it's been fun to do the takeovers because um, there's an artist by the name of Austin Burke. Okay. And, uh, um, I was laughing because one of his songs, the first show he ever went to was an NSYNC show. And so I played bye 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 on country AF radio. And let me tell you the people that wrote me and gave me a piece of their mind. Um, <laughs> But I'm like, it's a, it's a takeover. And they're like, well, how could that be his influence? I'm like, it wasn't necessarily his influence. It what, it's what made him want to be an artist because that was the first show his dad ever took him to. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like, like people, you, you're like, what do you care? You know, yeah. like that is the reason he's doing music. Like it doesn't matter. The, I'll tell you that, you know, probably one of the biggest influences that isn't country is John Mayer. Um, oh yeah. Love some John Mayer. So he's inspired me to write a bunch of music. Um, and because of him, I've written, quite a few songs um that i'm proud of but right. that's the uh and even he kind of dipped his toe into uh country folk type of album a couple sure. years ago i mean so, he's i mean he's a guy that cr crosses over to everything and uh he's played music with everybody and that's that's got to be a goal of yours i i do have a fun question for you so as a as a, as a young guy coming into country versus women in country who do you think has it ha ha harder because you were flat out said that you know a young guy coming into country like nobody's really doing it are they going to accept you but you look at women in country and they have the, the same difficult like yeah difficulty you're either huge women in country or you're not going to make it i don't think there's that middle ground too too much there's a you know too that is a pretty political field um i'll tell you somebody that's really emerged and uh, i think has been i definitely champion her is Marin morris um love her music she's definitely my favorite um right now you know with this women in country movement um her music is really just honestly kind of inspiring um maddie and tay are another great uh little duo i love them yep and um those two are definitely some of my favorites and then you know we've got the classics um but uh you know it's a different world today and it's anybody's shot to do what they want right and I, you know more what it should be there shouldn't be any uh discrimination when it comes to genre um, but at the end of the day, it should be the best song wins. I think um, so too. I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm an advocate of that. We have, um, Russell Dickerson has played through Stoney's seven times before yours, his single yours even hit radio. And, um, yeah. and we kind of bloom up in this market, um, at, at our venue. And, uh, he sold out his last two shows that he had there before yours was even on the radio. Cause that's what, that's the kind of stuff we like to do. So I tried to do that with a female artist by the name of Stephanie Quayle. Do you know who that is? I do not. You should check her out. She is, uh, she, she is um, new school, old school. Um, okay. She's funny. She's humble. Uh, she's played Stonies a lot. We keep bringing her back because we love her as a person. And uh, her camp is cool. The people in, that she surrounds herself with are awesome. And uh, she's one of those women that I would love to see just explode like a Maren Morris or like a Carrie Underwood for that level. Just because. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's where you see someone like Maren Morris. Maren Morris, I don't think we could afford her at Stoney's. Maddie and Tay have played there twice. Um, not quite sure we could afford them anymore, but um, that's kind of what, what, what we go after is the artists as they, and hope that once they blow up, they remember where they played, you know, before and come back and throw us a bone. I'm having a problem with this guy's hat over here. What the hell is this Miami Dolphins thing going on? <laughs> Family roots. It's family roots. Hey, I'm just, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Bailey, what's your favorite football team? My favorite football team. Um, oh my God. Let's go college, uh, college and pro. Okay. College and pro. Yeah. This is so hard because people at home are going to hate me for this, but um, Falcons are my team right now. I mean, no matter, even if we have the worst uniforms in existence. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Um, still gotta be loyal to the Falcons. Um, probably, even though, I mean, they bring my blood pressure up quite a bit, but, um, I can, I can deal. Um, college, it was always my dream to go to the University of Florida. So I do Gators. quite a bit. Yeah. I like them. I'm a Nebraska fan myself and, uh, um, I'm in a, I'm in a downtime for the last like eight years. Our team has been horrible, <laughs> horrible, but, uh, I watch the Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan and I watch pro football, but Ah, okay. So, yeah. so you were happy. You were happy two years ago. When I was, and you know what? Uh, the owner of Stoney's, um, we had a bet because he's a um, – um, the hell did they play? Really? The Patriots. He's a Patriots fan, so we bet sushi, five sushi dinners on the deal. <laughs> and uh, I won, and what's funny is every time I collected my sushi, I would invite like four or five of my friends, and he would look at me and go, dude, why are you inviting all these people? I'm like, well, we didn't – that wasn't in the deal of how many people I could bring or anything like that. <laughs> I took yeah yeah i took advantage of the win man so it was it was kind of cool i don't know if we'll have another team like that for a while i think tampa bay is probably going to be the team to beat next year but i'm seriously super excited to see tom in tampa bay yeah. um i loved him his whole career as a patriot he was he's been my favorite him and were like my two but um you know to see gronk come back now and you know play for tampa bay and right i'm they're going to be unstoppable. And everybody was trash talking me. They're like, dude, no, Kansas City's going to win it again. It's going to be, you know, Tampa, Kansas City, Super Bowl. And, you know, you're going to owe me, you know, 20 bucks. And I'm like, no, I'm not because they right. just got wrong. So you can pay me double. Right, of course. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to change their name to the Tampa Bay Patriots or not. I think they need to. I think it's time. Are you, you uh, that? that logo of the uh, the Patriots and they put the little Buccaneers. Oh, no, I didn't. I, I will definitely go find that. Are you a, a Raiders fan? Raiders fan, yes. Since they came to Vegas, I was definitely, definitely excited. For yeah, I'm having a hard time with that. I really am. I was kind of hoping that we would have got the Rams or the Chargers instead of the Raiders myself, just for the city. But yeah. it'll be interesting, you know. Because, I mean, Oakland, you know, the Raiders are special to them, but I think that Vegas can keep the tradition going. And, I mean mm – -hmm. Everybody out there, if you see them with, you know, the Las Vegas Knights when it comes to the hockey, they're super passionate about sports. Yeah, so absolutely. I think they're going to appreciate this. It's going to make the city boom even more than it already is right now. So I know. And we're supposed to be getting, like, we have a, a pro soccer team that's supposed to be here. Uh, they're in the works of doing a pro basketball team. And we have a, we have a AAA base, baseball thing here. So there's, there's all kinds of stuff going on. So I would, oh, my gosh, bring the NBA to do Vegas nope. would be it. The Super Sonics. Vegas what? Super Sonics. <laughs> Dude. Dad's saying the Vegas Super Sonics. They need to bring back <laughs> a little, A little insight to that. The people that own Stoney's, they own a piece of property on the Strip over on Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. And for the last few years, they've been doing a deal with uh, a guy by the name of Jackie Robinson. I'm sure we all know who that is. <laughs> right. he's, trying to, he's trying to bring the NBA here. I guess he's already got approval from the NBA, but he's just waiting on the financing and all that kind of stuff. But um, that's a piece of property that the people that own Stoney's own. So we're kind of hoping that that happens because we'll get a shoe into a suite and being able to go to the games and stuff like that. It's kind that of would be amazing. That would be sweet. <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Um, have you ever played in Vegas before? Um, no, I have not. I've never you have not. Well, we'll have to fix that. We'll have to get you out to Stoney's. That'll be fun. I'd love to. What's your favorite thing to do when you come to Vegas? My favorite thing to do when I come to Vegas, oh my God. It can't be drinking or gambling because your parents are right there, so pick some other ones. <laughs> okay, so like, uh, <laughs> all right, so, oh my God. I do have to say, there's a place we like to go to every time we're in Vegas. It's called Michael's. It is in, technically, it's right on the Vegas-Henderson line, but it's this casino. I'm trying to think. In South Point. South, South Point. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, we go to Michael's in South Point. We love, 
we love Michael's. Um, so funny thing about that restaurant is right next door to it is the Coronado Cafe, which is the South Point's cafe. Mm -hmm. um, they have the best Chinese food in town. <laughs> and they've got a great Mexican restaurant upstairs in South Point. Their food is freaking amazing. We bowl there. Yeah. Yeah. We go there a lot. We bowl there. Uh, uh, we play craps there and we go there for mm -hmm. Chinese like once a month because like even though we have Chinatown on like Spring Mountain, it, that, that place is still consistent and it's the best, yeah. man. It's super. I, I will tell you, when we went to um, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, <gasps> that was cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know I loved NASCAR that much until I went. Wow. Yeah. That was I so think, much fun. Were you down in the middle, like in the, in the, in the center section? Were you up in the stands or? Yeah, we were up in the stands, but um, oh my God. You know, I had that little like, headset on i'm sitting there like oh my god I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> cars are going around the track and i was so tiny i was like rattling that's funny there. yeah it's it's pretty pretty weird experience when nascar comes to town because the town like from the strip they run the cars and the trucks up and down the strip and then it just turns into an event and they come here twice a year now so it, it, they, they do flip the town upside down for sure um have you been binge watching any tv shows during this whole <laughs> Oh yeah, a lot. <laughs> what um, what what have been your favorites? So the two recent, I will say, I didn't want to jump on the Ozark bandwagon, but I I did. It's good. And we're freaking addicted. Right. We literally started it like two days ago, and we're already based. We've got two episodes left yes. until season three is over. Mm -hmm. So we uh we've gone through that one completely. We watched Bloodline for a while. Um, and that one's pretty good. And then it just kind of gets. Weird. like weird at the end and i couldn't even uh mom and dad watched it without me because i was camping one night right and i came back you guys finished it without me and they're like yep and i'm like great we're starting something else yeah <laughs> so thanks. i tried to watch it on my own i couldn't get into it morning like, show. yep yeah. the morning show is really great um and we watched oh, one Kaminsky more method. Kaminsky method um did you watch and, um outer banks yet not yet. i haven't yet you should watch yeah. outer banks it's pretty good and we um ozarks the last two episodes are the last one's epic because I was thrown. I didn't see that coming. Oh, oh God. So nice. <laughs> we're actually, we're watching um, Money Heist right now. It's one that we're watching. Oh, okay. And it's, uh, it's based, I believe, in Spain. So uh, uh, it's not in English, but they dubbed it over with English dubs. So the mouth is like where they go. Fred, <laughs> so <you get> a <laughs> little bit of that, <laughs> which is kind of cool, but it's actually a really good show. We watched... Uh, the first 13 episodes, which is 13 hours, we watched it in two days. And then uh, last <laughs> night we watched two more episodes. And, but um, it's, that one's actually got me kind of, I'm enjoying that one. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I also went through, you know, the basics, like The Office, like two times over because I was right. bored. And uh, Parks and Rec a couple times. I mean, it's just the, the cycle of those two. And you're like, all right, now I need to watch something scandalous. Did you watch uh, <laughs> Tiger King? I did not. I still won't jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> I waited. I waited two weeks into the quarantine and I watched all the hype and then I watched it. So our busiest night at Stoney's is Thursday night. It's ladies night. There's about 1100 people that come in here and I would tell you that's about 65 to 70% women. So single guys are dumb for not showing up. But what I do say is that Tiger King is a typical Thursday night at Stoney's. I mean, it's just filled with drama and crap and, and <laughs> Single night by the time the party's over. Cat yeah, cat fights, exactly. Big cats. Big cat fights. Big cats. <laughs> no, yes, yes. Not 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 the liquor or anything like that. It's just straight yeah. But I mean, Tiger King's one of those things you just look at and you're like, dude, like seriously, like this can't be real life. It just it just I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my cousin, my cousin Avery literally called me last night. She's like, have you watched Tiger King yet? I'm like, no. She's like, I swear to God, if you don't watch it, I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, you've got like 10 cats. Of course you want to watch it. Right. Yeah. You're like the feline queen, but like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. I watched it. Really. Yeah. Oh, I just don't understand the memes. Carol That's pretty fun. Dude, uh, what are you going to play for us today? Okay. So we got two songs. Cool. Um, both from 770 Country. There you go. Not promoting or anything. Um, <laughs> so we've got Some Guys, which is track one on my record. Okay. Um, I love that one. You're going to be hearing a lot more of that one soon. And um, Boxes. The, yeah, yeah, Boxes 615, that edition. The, uh, the band on guitars. We play, uh, <laughs> we play Boxes on Country AF Radio and have um, for 
shit, probably three or four weeks now, I believe. I think the minute it dropped, we, we, we picked it up and it's been kind of fun and people like it. And within our app, there's a thumbs up and a thumbs down. I can tell you how many people listen to it. I, how many times we've played it, everything like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to go back to my favorite thing about, about, uh, what we do with the radio station is that I can tell you how many people are listening. I can tell you how many people liked your song. I can tell you how many people actually heard your song played on what day at what time and where they're at. And terrestrial radio can't do that. And that's my favorite thing. Like if you go onto your Spotify, you can learn so much about the consumer on your end. I can do the same thing. And that's my favorite part is, um, I know they don't know. And that's when it goes back to the top 10 of political. I've been kind of close to doing a Toad's top 10 and running it for like a month. Uh, I think that's something that we're going to dive into here in the next couple of weeks. If we get pushed out to June, I think I'll, I'll come up with that, do it as a monthly thing and not do the big artists of the world, keep them all out of it, you know, and you know, I'll stick to mid range and lower because I'm not going to compete with the Bobby bones or, you know, or anything like that. I just, right. Our, our top 10 is going to be a little bit different and open the door for a lot of people's and music that we believe in and love. And uh, I wouldn't play boxes if I didn't like it. So just know that. Too. Well, Do you, you have so both versions? I don't think so. I think we play just one version. I don't know what your 615 version is, but I'll um, take it. Well, we did we 615. We went in because the radio stations were saying that boxes was too pop. So we just went in and do a, did a new vocal and arrangement. And it's like, it's nice and country. If yeah. you go, um, I can send it to you. It's uh it's a great version as well. That's actually the version we have with the music video. Yeah. And CMT's like got him on the twelve pack, so he was number six on CMT last week. Yeah, I like so, it. Um, it's good. Congrats. So we we, uh, you, we we didn't want him to say no, so we gave him both six one five, which is Nashville's <laughs> version and George's version. Well, like if you don't like this one, here's another. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't like that one. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say first. <laughs> well, let's let's hear it. Go ahead. All right, so you want to do boxing first or some guys? All right, so I'm going to kick you off with some guys. Absolutely love this one. Cool. Some 
When are you going to release that? Or have you already? What? Um, sorry, you skipped up. You said what? I said, when are you going to release that? Or have you already? Not yet. Um, not yet, but coming in the future. Very soon. Yeah. You tell your mom to send that one to me, too. She's got my email. But that's <laughs> awesome. Got you. Dude. Yeah, I'll definitely send it over to you. Please do. Right on. Let's hear boxes. I like this tune. All right, thank you. We're going to tune up really fast. Cool. Me, 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 me. <laughs> you need to tune the voice up too. <laughs> <laughs> boxes um i know there was uh there's multiple writers on that song but one of my greatest friends uh Stephen lee olson was one of the writers on that daniel one ross. daniel ross oh my god i forgot daniel yeah, was on that too. and alex uh, i'm trying to remember the name lady young lady young writer lady. yeah i'm trying to remember her <laughs> name <laughs> I, I met her like Shoot. we met her once but we never even introduced uh she was like, I wrote, I wrote boxes. Yeah. She was really smashed at this party. And yeah. Then I was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, you know, but, um, um, I'm wearing a hat by, I think, CJ Solar. Yeah. yeah. You know the song by Morgan Wallen, Up Down? Yes. yes. He's one of the writers of it. CJ is. So ah. awesome. We had a show at Stoney's, and um, the owner double booked the night and booked Morgan Wallen and CJ Solar. And so CJ was opening for Morgan. But those two had never met. The first yeah. time they ever met was at Stoney's. Was kind of kind of a cool oh, thing. Yeah. We love Morgan. Yeah, we love Morgan. Morgan's awesome. Morgan, Absolutely. Morgan's been there uh, to Stoney's three times. I I clearly cannot afford that guy anymore to come through. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he actually played last year. He played our ACMs, and um, no, he didn't. Hardy played our ACMs, uh, and Morgan Wallen showed up and came up on stage and sang with him. And then John oh. Langston played and. Um, um, what the hell is his name? Um, Cole Swindell showed up and sang with him. Oh this, my god! This is that's what happens at Stoney's during ACM. Russell's played two years prior to that, and Thomas Rhett came out both nights and hung out oh. and kind of. It's it's just a it's kind of a it's, it's a it's a neat environment. Um, but we like doing stuff like that. I think it's funny that you you forgot the girl's name. And <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that? Crap. Um, yeah, no, I'm telling you, Morgan is. I love that guy. We've yet to meet Hardy. Um, but I totally want to meet him eventually. Devin. But Devin he, um, I sat down with him in an interview at Stoney's and I asked him what he would be doing if he wasn't doing music. And his answer was he loves to mow lawns. Well, <laughs> I told him, I said, let's go. I got 2,400 square foot of grass in my backyard. He goes, you have a lawnmower? <laughs> I said, I don't, but I will buy one on the way home just to see Hardy mow my lawn. Absolutely will. Absolutely. <laughs> Prove to me that you can. <laughs> I just, I thought that was pretty crazy that, that, uh, um, that dude's written some stuff. And have you, um, have you listened to the Hicks tape volume one, his album? Um, yes, I have. The whole thing. I think there's two songs on there that I'm like, they're okay. Everything else on there. I'm just like, dude, this is. I love my kind of living. That one is my favorite. He's got Hunter Phelps on that one. And, yep. uh, there's one more dude. I'm trying to think of his name. Oh my god! I don't remember his name. He's another guy on there too, but it's yeah. I but think uh, I'm 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 looking it up real quick here. There it is. Heart Hicks State Volume One. Um, uh, Hunter Phelps, Jameson Rogers. That's James it. Is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that song, like if I'm ever away from home, that's the one I just you know put in my earbuds because I'm like, oh my god, it's my song. You know. Jameson Rogers was just at Stoney's not to play. He popped by. Do you know who Austin Jenks is? Uh, yes. So Austin Jenks is one of, one of probably my favorite artists that, I, that, that I've ever come across because he's the humblest dude. Uh, his music, the reason about his music, where it comes from, he's always stayed the same. He's just a, 
but um, when he came and played, Jameson Rogers was in town and just came and hung out, was there for a bachelor party, just came to town and hung out. And that's what I love the most about this genre of music. I'm sure your dad will attest to this, that um, back when he was doing what he was doing, it was about cutthroat business. <clears throat> it really was. And today you've got guys, I mean, if you look at the Hicks State Volume 1 website, Cole Swindell, Morgan Wallen, Devin Dawson, Lauren Elena, John Links, all these people on here, they all support each other. <clears throat> my throat's yeah. They also totally support. And I think that I always say that my favorite thing is when an artist releases a single, you don't have to ask your country music friends to help you out with that and post yeah. it, repost it, and share it. It just happens. And that never, never in any other genre, show me one where that's happened consistently. It doesn't exist. Yeah, no. yeah. it's just yeah. like, you know, it doesn't Christian music. That's what we love. Yeah. <laughs> Not even when Christian I saw music. that album, it's, you know, it's a mixtape album. It's that compilation, you know, and you think yeah. like, God, I wonder what Ed Sheeran had to do to get everybody on his record when he did his compilation. Right. Album. Or even you know, when you listen to that song, Blow, like when were those guys all get together and sing, you know, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Chris Stapleton and all that. I like um, I like Boy from the South. Uh, I like One Beer. I think that song is awesome. No Place Like Hometown is rad. But, I mean, I just go back to just, well, that He Went to Jared's kind of a funny song, but, you know. <laughs> I listen to that one. Right. Right. You went yeah. to miss, I went to work. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. that's a great tune. It's super fun. But uh, overall favorite Hardy song, have you heard Sign Sober You? I'm guessing yeah, you have. absolutely, yeah. yeah. I love that, that song. song. Yeah. Woo! He's, uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you a funny story. Um, I went out, I was in Nashville and CJ was playing at the wild horse and, um, we just popped in to go see him and he did his version of up down. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> so I used to ask this question. Hated it. Hated it. I used Hated to ask this question when you're sitting in a writer's room and you got three or four guys in there writing, um, and you're writing for each other per se, who gets to pick the song? Like, how does that process work? And uh, CJ would tell me that you just know some songs are for you, some songs aren't. And then when he sang Up Down, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That song's not for you. <laughs> that song is for Morgan. That <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I first heard Morgan was Up Down. And I remember like you kind of got mixed reviews Up Down did. And I just remember I was playing and I hear Up Down, Up Down. Everyone's like, what do you listen to? I'm like, this is Morgan Wall. How do you not know these guys? Then Whiskey Glasses, you know, blows up. And that song was, oh, my God, it'd been out, like, what, a year or two? And yeah. then, you know, it finally hit, and that one was, that blew my mind when that happened. Tell, tell me you also love Trey Landon. You opened oh, up Trey Landon. Yeah. You know, uh, I love that. I had Trey Landon out for, um, we used to do a singer-songwriter thing where we tried, we tried, and we'd bring out two singer-songwriters earlier in the night um, when we had live music. Like, on a Friday, we'd do it at, like, 7 o'clock, but... Vegas is, is, there's too much going on here. It's too hard to really get people to focus on a writer because they don't give a shit. They only care about what's, what they've heard on the radio. They don't care about CJ. They care about Morgan Wall and that sort of thing. So we had Trey Landon out and he came out and did his uh, singer-songwriter thing. It, it was pretty dope, but um, they, didn't, they didn't take to it. But his new single that, that we play, I forget the name of it, but I know that we're playing it some... Um, yeah, the Dirt Road uh, yeah. Dirt Road Dancing, what and I think he just released Wrong Truck is another one. Is that, um, she's in the wrong truck. Yeah. But my favorite one by far is uh, Feeling Good Feels Like. Yeah. Oh, my oh I love that, that one. Feeling Good Feels Like. It's like oh, old country. Yes. Yeah, I love that one. That's awesome. You, you, gotta, you gotta listen to that one. It's I good. will go chase that one down, too. We just added that Dirt Road Dancing like two weeks ago to the station. And, uh, oh, it's a good tune, man. It's a super good tune. He's just a yeah. good guy all the way around. He is. He's awesome. He's super down to earth. And he's just, he, you know, like, uh, I opened up for him. At Eddie's, was, yeah. Yeah, Eddie's Attic, I opened up for him. Uh, and this was a year ago now, I think. Yeah, and then yeah. you did a sh your showcase there. We'll probably do a live album there. Yeah, we're thinking Eddie's about doing something yeah. like that. But he uh, he would tell stories. and He came know. back and played ping pong with us. Can you please tell him about it? Oh, Trey the yeah, yeah, yeah. So Trey came back here uh, to the house after we played, and everybody at that point, except me, because <laughs> you know I cannot drink, um, had had one too many. <clears throat> and Trey's sitting there at the kitchen counter, and we've got all these mason jars filled with like M and M's. Right. And Trey Trey puts his arm around me, and he looks at the counter, he goes, "Is that M and M's in a mason jar?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Yes, it is." He goes, "Can I?" 
And I go, yeah, do you want the peanut ones or do you want the caramel ones? He goes, I don't care, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so then I slide him over the, uh, the caramel M&Ms and he goes, nah, that's not as good as the peanut ones. <laughs> we can switch it out the M&Ms. That dude, he's hilarious. We had a ping pong tournament. Was he great. was talking smack and he yeah. lost. He only scored like six it points. So funny, he goes, he's like, next time, next time, it's happening again. Four out of That's actually <laughs> funny. That's yeah. Funny. We should we should do a big ping pong tournament in Vegas if we we could get everybody out like next week. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, can I can I play? I'll think about it, man. I'll think. Come on, man. Come on, man. He's Forrest Gump. That is time, dude. Let the kid have it. I gotta come out of retirement. I'm like Tom Brady, baby. I gotta come out of retirement. When was the last time? When was their last um thing in Vegas? Their last uh, residence. Just last, uh, it was the beginning of last year, actually, yeah. beginning of last year. You guys gonna yeah. do it again? Heck yeah, man! We're gonna sign a long, we're gonna sign a long-term deal after this tour is over with. We're coming back to Vegas. You should, and then yeah. come to Stoney's. You gotta come hang out, man. Heck yeah, dude! Yeah, I want to come see my son play. Let's do it. Yeah, you can afford him right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll hey. be able to afford him. <laughs> this, hey, this is one thing: is no matter whatever happens, is people forget where they came from, and that's easy to forget. And um, it happens to too many. So, one day, if I get the you know the opportunity to make it to where I want to, I never forget where I come from. So, you can have me back as oh. many times as you want. I just so. I just had this conversation um, uh, day before yesterday, and. Um, um, we've had artists that have come through that have blown up, that have been humble and still talk and still. So I'll go back and tell you a quick story. Luke Combs came through. Um, you're going to laugh at this. Guess how much I paid him to play at Sony's? How much? 500 bucks. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 500. And he opened for Corey Smith. It was the weirdest thing ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was there was there was a little bit of an issue from the tour managers. They just didn't get along for some reason. So they had whatever beef that they had. But my attitude is I don't care if you think you're big or you're not big. You're still human. You still put your pants on like I do. So I treat everybody with the same whatever. So we'll go two years later, uh, Route 91, uh, Luke played. I, I see him in the back with his manager, and he walks up, and he goes, Toad, what's up, man? And I was like, dude, what's going on, Luke? So he remembers, which is rad. I don't ask anything from anybody when it comes to that but his manager came up to me now by now they've traveled the world and his manager's yeah. name is cappy he looks at me he goes toad to this day the best hospitality we've ever had was at stoney's and it was all it's all because of what happened between the two the two tour managers it was really bad like uh, it was ego and so i look at stuff like that with luke and i'm like dude that is the raddest thing ever i've, I've had some artists that have come through that we've championed that forgot where they came from and yeah. And it's a bummer because you sit back and go, man, I, I was I was talking to you when you were nobody, and I was booking you when you were nobody, and now you're somebody you don't even know who I am. You don't even. Yeah, I knew, I knew the better version of you. Like what happened? Yeah. You know? If I was a songwriter, I would write a better uh, a, a song called "Better Version of You." I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised if it's not already out there. But don't steal it. If you do, I just want like. <laughs> Too bad. You yeah. already wrote it down. <laughs> already wrote it. <laughs> what do they call me? Got my person with a little typewriter in the back. <laughs> I got video proof of that was my. <laughs> <laughs> he'll give you. He'll give you a, a third of it. <laughs> I'll give you a third. Just a little perk by. Kind of be so big. I'll take the two percent. That way, I get my mailbox money, and I can. I can. <laughs> That's what my grandpa says. He's like, now listen. You know that I am truly your manager. He's like, this is really. He's like, and I get my two percent. <laughs> I'm like, Papa, if you, if you know, if I ever make it, I'm like, you'll get a little bit more than two percent. But uh, he's like, nope, just want my two percent. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I think the neatest part is your grandpa can probably, probably tell you some pretty, pretty, pretty cool stories about what he's lived through. But think about when you're a grandpa, the stories you're going to be able to tell people what you lived through from, yeah. from the world stuff. I was just having this conversation about our era is crazy. I mean, the tragedies we've lived through and the stuff that's. Yeah. Um, it's honestly a messed up world and yeah. you know it's uh, it's crazy kind of how everything's turned out and this year I know nobody really expected um, this to happen but at the end of the day um, you know as tragic as it is it's all um, a blessing at the same time that our world kind of gets to rest we get to take a break we spend time with our loved ones we learn what true appreciation for one another is right 
And, and that's one thing is, you know, a bunch of kids are like, oh, I'm studying the house with my parents. And I'm like, you know, I'm best friends with my parents. And so when we get to spend more time with each other, yeah, we might get a little more money with each other from time to time. You know, I'm not the one that take my bowl up to the sink and wash it out. And I'm being like, hey, where did that bowl of Cheerios go? Um, but at the end of the day, we, uh, you know, we, we're closer than ever. We're bonding. We've got, you know, we've got all the time in the world to keep that going. So. We said humble lives here. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of babies um, being born or a lot of divorces. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. But I'm going to be, yeah, when I'm grandpa, I'm going to be like, there was this thing called Zoom. And uh, <laughs> time, and uh, yep, there was this That's thing called the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus happened. Yep, got that. Maybe I don't know if I did. <laughs> Dude, I just I just saw something the other day that I got the giggles out of. You won't appreciate this, but your parents will. Will, but if you think about how the Brady Bunch started, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, the show with all the pictures. That yeah. They got, That's they, what were it so, is they were so ahead of their time, man. They they knew what was. <laughs> 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 it's yeah i think we're about to become the brady bunch in the house eventually we just keep growing the community's gonna move in i know everybody's going to quarantine over here yeah <laughs> all right you want a song you want a box up let's check off some boxes let's do it let's do it give a little announcement okay Oh yeah, I forgot. This is boxes <laughs> sponsored by FedEx. <laughs> Like cooking in a t-shirt, working my whiskey business on the side. Love hanging with me, baby, but you couldn't go and do the whole thing. Love the way that you love me, Bonnie. What if that's what you want, they want Settle down, we we'll have a few. You got enough right now, pants. You check all my boxes, 22, you got it. Going down my list, it's you what I wanted. Take me out the game, check please. Baby, you were made for me. What else can I say, yeah, girl, you're flawless. You check all my boxes, yeah, yeah. Ain't afraid to say what you mean to me, what you say when you say it. Oh, damn proud of my daddy's name, can't wait for the day that you take. Your adventurous, crazy, look at the smile, ain't hard to tell it. You check boxes, 22, you got it, going down my list. I That's rad. I need that. I need that. Thank you, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, you gotta listen to. The, we'll send you the six one five. That one is like kind of a broken down version. I love it. I like it. Looking forward to. It. What's the first thing you're gonna do when the quarantine's over? Like, what what are you looking forward to getting back to normal first? Is it a going to get in Chick Fil A? Is it is it is it pizza? Is it hanging out with your friends? Is it recording some music? Getting on the road? Um, I'm definitely gonna say recording some music. Yeah. Although I can just run over to this guy's basement and <laughs> record music. Um, but definitely that I'm honestly getting really just 
amps to get back on the road. I'm ready. Um, right. getting super eager to just go out and play some shows and, um, definitely honestly miss touring. And sometimes when it's a big, you know, huge tour, you're like, all right, I'm glad to be home, but now I'm like, get me back out there. Let me be <laughs> tired. Get me up at 6 a.m. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't think you'll ever say that again where, where you're yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, once, you know, once like society's going to be like, I miss quarantine so much. Like, you were the one complaining about it. Just saying. I think it's going to be kind of weird that all these people that are getting to work from home when they have to go back to the office, how that's going to affect things. It's going to be kind of yeah. They're so like, what is this? Right. I didn't sign up for this. You're like, right. you signed up for your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> and you just keep sending me that check and I'll stay at home and work, you know? So it's kind of <laughs> right. I like that better. You know? Yeah. If, uh, if you could put together um, a tour, let's just take, take like four other artists, including yourself, like who would you want to go on the road with and who would you want to bring with you? Oh my God. Um, okay. So these two are kind of related, but I would love to bring Midland on the road with me. Um, God, I would just love to tour them. Um, wait a minute. You better wait till you're 21 to do that. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, baby literal ends up missing. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to interject real quick. Their, their first time playing at Stoney's, um, they drank tequila uh, and they drank the Añejo that we had all out. And then they started drinking 1942, uh, uh, which ew, is God. very expensive. And uh, yes. Yes. so we sent them an offer just before all this, all this COVID stuff went down and we got quarantined. But part of the offer was they had their money side, but we also threw in a case of 1942. Oh, wow. nice. Creative. Creative. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you got Midland. I got Midland. Um, I would say, mm, I would say Tim McGraw. Yeah. I think that would be pretty freaking amazing. You said three artists I could tour with or four? Four okay. including yourself. Okay. Then I'm going to put Morgan Wallen in there. Wow. So, and then I guess myself, that would be a huge, epic, wait, I want to add one more. Yeah. FGL. Then you've got your explosion of a concert that none of us could even afford to be at. <laughs> I don't know who's writing that check, but um, <laughs> but you left out something. You left out the female artist. Is it going to be Marin Morris? Oh my God. Mm. What's the song? Well, I don't know. Now, now you're going to make me think about this. Yeah. Um, and who's going to headline that? You know, I would have to say, as much as I love Mary Morris, you might want to put, I mean, I've got some, I've got a duo in there already. So what if you put Maddie and Tay in there and then you had FGL and then you had, and then there's just this little guy named Bailey Literal and then more <laughs> I think it'd be great. I can hide in between all of them and just kind of right. be right back. Just... <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be, that'd be one, one wild, wild show for sure. It would be. I think we'll have to work on that, right? I think we're going to need like all matching pink jumpsuits, you know, running through fire, you know, flying in like millennium, you know, from the top of the arena. It's going to have to happen in Vegas then. That's just, that's just what we do here. That sort of thing. That's what I'm saying. Dude. (laughs) Let's do it. I think your dad's not going to play. His band's not going to get back together to play. Plus I'm mayor. We're we're like a bunch of dinosaurs, man. We're, we, we never stop, man. We never stop. We got to keep going. You know, if, listen, if you had played I Want It That Way instead of Bye Bye Bye, you would have got a better response. It wasn't my choice. That was it. It was, a, it was an artist. It wasn't me. That wasn't me. That's for sure. It's, it's all good. It's I think we're gonna do. I'm gonna do some voting on our on our uh, country AF social, and I'm just gonna have some fun. I'm gonna put NSYNC up next to the Backstreet Boys and see and see who wins. Go, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, they can they can just cry me a river. <laughs> Are you? I do have a fun question for you. Are you a Justin Bieber fan? Me? Yes. Yes. I'm a honestly diehard Justin Bieber fan on this one. So his his new album. Yes. Um, my my friends, uh, um, they don't they dislike me for that because I listened to it when it came out and. Um, I love his story. I love where he came from. Um, this new album, I think, is pretty rad, knowing what he went through uh, on his personal level, you know, yeah. having a disease and getting married and, and being in the spotlight at such a young age. And then uh, every time he comes on one of the TV shows, I'll see it somewhere and I'll just DVR it. I'll go watch it later. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
Yum Yum, whatever that song is. That one's kind of a little bit weird, but you know. I can listen to all the other ones and, and I get into it. I, I just, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was really curious if you cross over to that world. I mean, b- because I, I see him with um, what he's got 10,000 hours out with um, Dan, Dan and Shay, Shay, which I get the giggles about is what Dan and Shay just crossed over to pop just before that. And all the people like uh, my girlfriend's kid is like, she knows Dan and Shay, but all of her friends are like, have you ever heard of Dan and Shay? Like they're pop. And we're like, yeah, well, they've been around for years this country. Like, what the heck are you talking about? Not even close. Yeah. But, I was, I was, I was curious if you follow his, his, uh, his journey as well. Oh, totally. Um, he was probably one of my earliest inspirations when I was, you know, growing up. Like he was, I remember I watched his documentary, his first one he ever came out with. Uh, which one was, uh, it? was it called Believe or something? Oh, that's, his, that's the one that just came out. Yeah, so, yeah, that's it was the just, one, the very one first one. Yeah, 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 the very, I don't even remember what it was called, but that one came out. Like probably 2010. Yeah, I was maybe. trying to make you do a mashup between. So it was about like 10 years ago. Yeah. Mom downloaded that on my little iPad and I watched that and I was like, who is this man? I think he was a boy. Like, yes, who is this boy? Who's this <laughs> child? Um, but, you know, like to see him uh, honestly grow in his career and be at this point now, yeah. it's crazy to see it from growing up being a fan of him, going from him being, you know, 15 years old to now, you know, in his mid twenties, married. And I mean, one of the most accomplished artists yes. um, in today's world. Like, I think uh, I'm really glad he did something with Dan and Shay. I thought that was amazing, honestly. Right. For And I know that song has its, um, its views on, you know, radio. Some people like it, some people don't, but you got to play with the people love. And they definitely won, they won radio over with that one. Absolutely. Have- I mean, it crossed yeah. over huge in a sense. I would, I would say that Justin Bieber's fan base just turned into a uh, Dan and Shay fan base and maybe a little bit of vice versa. I mean, I think that Bieber in a country world is maybe like the nickelback of rock where you might like him, but you can't tell people you like him. you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, feel, like um, I feel like Dan and Shay too on, uh, I think they are probably the smartest duo in country. Some of right. the smartest artists in country to do what they're doing. You know, that uh, their last self-entitled, you know, Dan and Shay album that came out two years ago, that was all done uh, in their house. You know, they created that together. um, And the two of them make this amazing team. But, you know, then when you take advantage of this country pop movement, you know, they bring it to a whole nother level. Um, They've thrown in so many different, um, honestly, kind of like interests for people because you're thinking, oh, you don't like tequila? Well, how about you listen to What Keeps You Up at Night? You're going to like that one. Um, so then, like, while we're on top, why don't we just throw Justin in the mix? And it was, it was amazing, you know. It's true, yeah. man. I love, I love watching. Um, I, he was on Saturday Night Live, and he did Intentions. And I just watched it. And at first, I'm, like, watching him do this live thing of Intentions. I'm like, dude, what is he doing? Just wearing these, like, these sweaty outfit thing. And, I'm yeah. just, and all of a sudden, he just came in. And uh, I love his stage presence, which I did go. Your dad will appreciate this. My mom wanted to see Justin Timberlake more than anything in the world. Do you know who Claire Dunn is? Um, I don't. She's country. She's female. Lindsay L. You know who Lindsay L. is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so Lindsay L. is an amazing guitar player. Then you take Claire Dunn, who's a little bit older, who's also an amazing guitar player. Claire Dunn was playing at Stoney's that night. My mom wanted to go see Justin Timberlake. So I bit the bullet, and I took my mom to go see Timberlake. And I wasn't a fan. I just was not a fan. I, it was like the weirdest thing in the world because he sang – just about every song he had, but he only sang a verse into a chorus and then went to the next one. So I never really got to appreciate the whole song. Yeah. It's like a mashup of, yeah. Yeah. Which was, which was super weird to me. I just, I didn't, as a, as a music fan, I didn't appreciate that. And all I kept saying to my mom was, I'm glad you're happy, mom. You got to see your Justin Timberlake, but now I got to bring back Claire Dunn because I didn't get to see her at Stoney's and that's all I really want. <laughs> and Claire Dunn is, I mean, she's a country star that nobody really, I don't say nobody, but people really don't know a lot about her. And that's where, that's where I enjoy music. Um, I start to lose my interest in music after an artist isn't as raw and doesn't make mistakes and loses their hunger. That's why I love college football so much because these kids are still trying and trying. Yeah. They, I mean, that's their career on the line. You know, they're working as hard as. Yeah. I mean, and I can tell you there was a difference between Morgan Wallen the first time he came to Stoney's and the second time he came to Stoney's because Up Down was big and then Whiskey Glasses blew up his second time. And now with Chase and you, there's no way in hell I can afford him, you know, just because. <laughs> yeah. 
He went from flying in to bringing in a bus. Let's just tell you that in a matter of way. <laughs> Dude, thank you for the time today. Tell people how to find you online. All right, I will. Uh, so if y'all look me up on Instagram, that is Bailey Literal underscore music, if I'm correct. I don't even know my own Instagram handle. Uh, I got my Twitter, which is just Bailey Literal. Um, Spotify is Bailey Literal. Um, Facebook is, yeah. Um, and BaileyLitral.com. Yeah, they should all be there. Yeah, com. You can find all the resources you need. Right. What's your MySpace? You said oh. my wife. <laughs> I said, what's your MySpace? <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. What you're I swear. Thank you so much, yeah, Toad. So we much. appreciate thank it. You. Thank you, guys. I look forward to having you out at Stoney's. Mom, send me some music. Dad, I'll see you when, when your son plays in Vegas. Uh, you guys stay safe, all right? Thank you.